Hey there, this is Logan, and you're about to listen to the thrilling conclusion of our City of Mist episodes. If you haven't listened to episode one and two, you should go back in the feed and listen to those before you get here. We're doing this episode with Tracy and Victoria from The Broadswords, and we're so excited to have those very special guests with us. Anyway, I guess here's the show. Previously on Very Random Encounter, City of Mist. If a mobster and a police officer killed each other, this whole city's gonna erupt. I asked the moon if she saw anything. I saw a being of flame fly across the sky. Angels, I wouldn't mind taking a look at a Bible. Up on the hill is the giant St. Paul Cathedral. Let's go there. There is a giant chain and lock around the door. I teleport to the other side and open it. How did you get in here? Who are you people? You noticed that the confessionals, the top half has been completely burnt to a crisp. And you both look up at the same time, just in time to notice some fire thing leap off and disappear into the sky. You read about the Archangel of Vengeance, Regal. Where did our, our priest friend go? Should we go get him? Yeah, let's go. You realize you are in some sort of binding circle. Not everyone is destined for greatness. These are their stories. You are stuck. Man, it doesn't pay to be a pig demon when you're in some kind of demon trap. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh, so all of you see him disappear, and you expect the same quick turnaround time, and that doesn't happen. Can I just try to bust the door down? I don't think I have any powers that help me with that. Yeah, you can attempt <laughs> to bust the door down. Can I shoot the lock with an arrow? Sure. <laughs> you just have a bow and arrow with you? Yeah. Well, I have a magical bow and arrow. Artemis, come on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to shoot it with a bow and see if i can get it to open <laughs> it's not weird eight all right I just keep rolling eight so <laughs> this is called change the game so you can do one of the following you can either create a story tag which would be like busted door you could burn away a story tag such as you could get rid of his restraint somehow like narratively figure out how that happens or you can reduce the level of this obstacle. So one of the things about this door being locked and barricaded will go away based off of what you just did. Okay. Well, my arrows are guided by the moon. So I'm going to say that when I shot the door, the moon was like, mm, yeah, cool, but you should probably get your friend out and just <laughs> sort of magically went through the door and, and got Dan out of the circle. All right. So everybody outside of the office sees this glorious bow and arrow manifest and fire the arrow streaks towards the door and then just fades out of his existence and then dan on the inside you see this arrow come in aim down and then it slides through and just carves a groove into the ground breaking the seal and then it comes to a stop like right next to the priest's feet and he just looks up starts crying and pees himself <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh... And he's just crossing himself over and over and over again. <laughs> Look, it's no big deal. Just don't worry about it. I'm, I open the door. <laughs> okay, you push the stuff aside and open the door. Yo, uh, he's in here. Ugh. Kind of embarrassing. Oh, it smells in here. Really, father? 
Yeah. Oh, dear. He's chanting in Latin. All right. I don't know what he's saying. This is when I, I step forward and I approach him slowly. Father, really, I, I understand that tonight has, well, some very strange happenings, very exciting and really scary things have, have happened, but... You have the strength to pull through. I, you have the Lord on your side. Make me a convinced check. All right, and I have three tags, I think, that I can use for this. Perfect. From my leadership, my huddle time, so I'm, you know, giving him a strategy. I can hype people up, and so that's what I'm doing here. And um, I am also exuding confidence and hoping that my confidence will then rub off on him all right perfect so that's plus three yep eight (laughs) (laughs) he calms down you can tell that he's still very clearly guarded and just looks at you and says father donati says he's on a mission from god i don't and he's just a mess again okay so father The father of this church, the priest of this church, is on a mission from God and has summoned the archangel of vengeance. Is that what you're saying? Not, not summoned, become. He's become. Oh. Hmm. Right. Well, sort of the same thing. (laughs) When you think about it. Doesn't matter in the end. (laughs) Well then, uh, do you know uh, why he is so upset and what he needs to take vengeance upon? And he looks up, and echoing what you said, this is St. Paul, the most unholy city on earth. Yes. Well, we have a rogue mythos on our hands, folks. Yep, sounds like Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's go find our father. Yeah, it shouldn't be too hard to find. Just look for fire. And poking. (laughs) (laughs) Can I, uh turn back to the the man and ask from your experience do y'all think there's anywhere in the city that uh that might be a familiar place for him you know maybe maybe other than here of course maybe his his home or somewhere that he would visit often the huddled priest looks at mia for a moment and then turns back to the only source of comfort that he has which is maddie and says he probably went to the caves do I know where the caves are? Yeah, so the Wabasha Caves are a known speakeasy. So built in a series of caves in the side of some of the hills of St. Paul is the main speakeasy that most mobsters worked out of, and it was called the Green Lantern Saloon. I say, well, I can get us in there. It's not my speakeasy of choice, but uh, I've been, I've stopped in there before. They don't have very good food. <laughs> no, they do not. They do have a nice selection of champagne. <laughs> that makes up for a lot. Shall we head that way? Let's go. So you stride out and leave the poor huddled priest, who's back to crossing himself and praying. Mm-hmm. And sit in his own pee. <laughs> I give him a flask. <laughs> <laughs> he sniffs it. He makes that face like, I shouldn't, and then just starts drinking. It's all right. Jesus turned water into wine. It's not a sin. (laughs) Jesus was a party boy. For sure. (laughs) 
That's the title of this episode. <laughs> Jesus was a party boy. <laughs> let's just let's just light up every right wing blog as we're going along. <laughs> what else are we here for? Not to light up right wing blogs. Yeah. So you leave back the way you came, and as you're stepping towards the car, uh, Hawk swoops down and settles on Valeria's shoulder. What's it tell me? It seems to urge you to follow. Okay. I think we should follow my friend. What's the hawk's name? Artie. Aw. <laughs> hawks don't have names. Some hawks do. Well, can we follow it while driving? I'm not walking all the way there. Of course. Great. Yeah, so you all pile into the car and it hovers out, circles around, and then once it sees you're ready to go, it takes off. Okay. So you fly through the streets following this bird. Once again, no loss. It's 1923. <laughs> <laughs> you know, swerving around cable cars in and out of streets and side streets. And at first you think, oh, it's taking us straight to the caves. But instead, it turns and heads down to a secondary, fairly prominent location, which is the police station. Hmm. Wait, weren't we going to the caves? What is? Yeah, Valeria, what's going on? I asked my friend here to lead us to a possible sighting of the creature, which I suppose it must have come here instead. Do I see fire? No. Hmm. Let's just check it out for a minute. And I, I say that I'm getting out of the car, but I'm looking at Mia because, you know. <laughs> I'll, I'll lead the way inside. So you step up to the ornate police building and you see that the front door is off its hinge. Oh, I wave to the car. Y'all, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I get out of the car and sashay over. It's fine. The door's broken. <laughs> All of you peer inside. The lights are off, and so you're only seeing bits and pieces as the moonlight, because it's a full moon tonight, shines through and alights. And you can see that there are a number of bodies throughout in various states of lying or slumped on desks throughout this main floor. Do I recognize them? Do they look like other officers and detectives and administrators? Yeah, they're all other officers and detectives. I'm going to approach the nearest body and see if they're alive or just napping. So as you approach the first one, uh, you can tell that they are unconscious, but otherwise unharmed. So if you want to learn more, you can uh, investigate. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I can use. Okay, so in order to learn more, I want to wake them up. And in order to wake them up, I'm going to gently slap their cheek and use my effectively hit targets power tag. Okay. <laughs> it's a real good slap. It's a good slap. It's a Eleven. real, real, real good slap. <laughs> the officer... Uh, Feels your uh, gentle slap and wakes up and looks at you and uh, who are who are you? Uh, what happened to the? Uh, it's 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 me. It's Mia. Y'all all right? Yeah, I I think so. Uh, Can you tell me what happened? Uh, Father Donati showed up and he he wanted to file a complaint or something and then. Then it felt like his eyes were fire and, and burning into my head. And, and then there was this tightness 
in my chest when then you were here. Titus in your heart, do you remember do you remember falling asleep? Or did it just kinda all go dark? Uh, you know, I don't I don't remember anything until hmm. until you. Can I see any signs of um you know, physical wounds, or also do I see, I don't know whether this should be two separate questions, but first of all, do I see any signs of physical damage on the officer? And also, do I see any signs of maybe scorch marks anywhere around the desks or anywhere in the vicinity? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, you can look the officer over and, and you see that there's a hole in his uniform. Looks kind of like a, a sword sliced it right where the heart would be. And you, you see that because as you sort of lifted him and jostled him around, like the hole opened a little bit. And then as you look around and just sort of look at the whole area and look down the hall, just way past the cells, you can see that there's a spot on the wall that seems burnt somehow. Do you go get closer? And what's everybody else doing? Are you just going to follow Mia down there? I think Dan's a follower. I'm just like sort of watching all this play out. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll go with. Yeah, so as you all head down the hall, you just sort of walk past all of the unconscious and some dead people. These uh officer sort of looks up the one that you woke up and shouts at you, Oh, you you can't go there. No 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 no. Why not? Why? You just can't. It's gonna need more than that. Yeah, it's you. No, but mm, I, I, I can't. Do I know what the tunnels are as a detective? You've heard that there are tunnels from the police station that connect to the Green Lantern Saloon, and this is real. This is historical. It also leads to the most famous brothel in Saint Paul. Oh my goodness! The police station has tunnels straight to that. Of course, of course they do. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, darling, you uh. think these things are secret? <laughs> <laughs> and I just go. Yeah, um, <laughs> Mia is not opposed to going to a brothel, not in the least. So she's just powering straight on. Yeah, it seems like it's the officer's secret, not anything we got to worry yeah. about. Yeah. yeah, I really don't care about this man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, you get to the wall, and it doesn't take long to get it open because the secret door was clearly broken. And when you open up that secret door, just billows of black smoke come pouring out and up and out of the tunnels. You can just feel heat. Well, I think we know where he went. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's follow that. Uh, follow the smoke. I. I shoulder my, like, I, I make sure that I'm in the front. Um, okay. And I guess anyone that can see me for, for what I really am, uh, you see, like, I, I start standing up very straight. My my shoulders are very broad, and I'm quite, like, muscular. You can see even in my, my gown. And a sh giant shield manifests itself on my left arm. And a sword appears in my right arm. And I just start marching. All right. I imagine you just take the front and you can just feel the heat. And I'm going to need you to face danger, I think. From all of us? No, just from uh, Maddie. Okay. Okay. So then I have a tower shield. And I am protecting the weak because... My my friends here, my crew, are weaker than I am. Oh, of course they yes. are. Yes, <laughs> so I, I have to protect them. 
Yes. So I'm going to let you believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I am very confident in my abilities and my strengths. So, yeah. So I guess that would be plus two. But for that's for Castle and Guard. Now, can I use another one for, like, I... I'm very good at sword fighting, so I can defend myself if anything comes at me. Sure. You know this will be a sword battle. Right. There's a flaming sword, so yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Twelve. Oh, wow. So, well, nothing gets past you. So you start marching down the hallway, and it's clear that they are heading towards the saloon. And so you turn the corner, and as you do, just a gout of flame shoots down the hall and just hits the center of your shield and spreads out and flames flick around the edges of the shield, but you are all unharmed by this attack. And at the far end, you can see this creature and it's, it's hard to look at, but you see this imposing figure dressed in just white flowing robes. It's mm -hmm. got a large flaming sword in their right hand and what's, what looks to be two large wings, or they would be wings if they weren't also on fire. And they look down at you and say, If you're pure, you shall not be harmed. Drop your shield and be judged. Didn't anyone ever tell you that vengeance was best served cold? <laughs> Zing! <laughs> it was so good. It was. <laughs> I ready my bow. Okay. Just point it at that guy. All right. You can do anything else? Move? No, I'm just going to ready it. All right. Stay where you are. I'll not be judged by you. Y'all are taking my witty lines, so... Uh... Mia's just gonna <laughs> Mia's a, a, like a hand-to-hand -hand fighter like she'll she'll kick you in the head she'll punch you in the stomach and uh, that's kind of what she's been training to do so she's just gonna get ready to fight kind of pull her fists up get into a crouch stance and get ready to go alright so who wants to go first or what is Dan doing? Dan will put a protective like barrier on everybody with I think it's Nehru's love is what that's called. All right, so you're going to attempt to change the game. Now we're playing Fiasco. Yeah. So what you're trying to do is create a tag for everyone. So you'll make a roll uh, using ever powers you think uh, fits, and we'll see what you give everybody. So godlike powers is my wild card. Okay. And then the protection power. I think that's all I got. So plus two. All right. Twelve. Wow, you did very well. Uh, so everybody gets... Well, so what does this look like? What are you doing? It's, it's like a sphere of blue light that uh, circles every everyone individually. Oh, okay, yeah. So uh, this uh, sphere appears around everyone. Um, everybody will get a tag of plus two protected, and, and you, you, know, you feel very, very protected by this magic sphere shield thing. I actually have something that I want to add in as well. Okay. I have a power tag for bless with good fortune. All right. So am I able to bless everybody with some good luck? Maybe make their hits a little bit more accurate? Oh, absolutely. Change the game. Okay. So I'm going to roll a plus one on that one. Oh, three. Ooh. Wah, wah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So as you start to cast the spell, there's something about what Dan did that is almost the exact opposite of what you are trying to do. 
Damn it, Dan! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the blue light just repels your spell. I guess also relevant to Mia and probably the priest. Yeah, tons of those purple (laughs) and black tendrils are just everywhere. (laughs) You said it was very powerful. (laughs) And with that, the angel charges down the hallway at all of you. Actually, I so I'm making the move, so it's going straight at Maddie, so we'll deal with that first. So, Maddie, you can go toe-to-toe, or um, you can try to turn on him mm-hmm. and, and just hit him with everything you've got, whichever. I'm going to do toe-to-toe and okay. try to take control, because I am a protector, so my my initial response, my instinct is to protect everyone around me. Okay. So I want to to take the brunt of all of this. All right. And uh, what power tags do you think you're going to use? Roll plus power. Yeah. Well, I have super strength. Okay. I have my, my tower shield, and I am protecting the weak. Perfect. 12. Wow. Ooh. All right. Uh, so your goal here is to put them into a bad situation. So you can pick two of these that you can achieve. So you can do something like take something that they hold. You can get them good or you can block damage that you would take. Uh, and the blue sphere sort of helps. So which do you want? So what sort of options are you going to take? Well, what I would like to do is they. I want to take something that they have. So when, when he comes at me sorry we're using the the they pronoun you know that the father is a he but sort of when they're in the angel form they're yeah yeah they're just genderless they're just yeah they're they're genderless yeah yeah pretty genderless yeah yeah Yeah, angels um so i i raise my my shield take the brunt of their blow but when i take that brunt i kind of bash back and i would like them to lose their sword Okay, so everybody watches, and it what looks like a ball of flame shoots down the hallway at all of you, and then it just manifests into this angel, and they're just there, and they've got a fiery sword that slams down on the tower shield, and flames shoot out across from the impact, and it eerily lights up all the black tentacles all around you, and, and for a brief moment... Um, the father reappears and he seems to almost break out of this hatred and be human for a moment. And in that moment, you see Maddie react like an Olympian and she just bashes with her shield to create an opening and just with the sword knocks the sword, flaming sword out of their hand and down the hall. And the sword flames out as it skids down the hallway and then the <laughs> angel manifests, and despite being protected, you do, you feel the searing heat as it begins to uh, burst out and affect all of the rock around you, and you just feel this just pure burning heat and hatred off of them. And so who wants to do something now? Me. I had my bow readied, so I think the minute stuff starts going down, I'm I'm ready for it. All right. So you're gonna hit them with all you yeah. with all you've got. So eleven. All right. So on a ten, we're only succeeding. Yeah. Like I know there was there's been one fail this whole night. Yep. You're all real good. <laughs> real good at what you do. Yeah. All right. So on a ten plus, you can take a few things. You can take cover or secure a superior position. You can set them 
you can step up the damage, do more damage. You can control any collateral damage you would do. <laughs> you can hold the target's attention if possible, or you can uh, try to gain the upper hand somehow. And I can choose two? Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to get them oh, real good. Okay. Can I just get them real good twice? <laughs> no. <laughs> I will gain the upper hand. Okay. I think my, my moon arrows are cooling and calming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, they're just kind of like cooling water. All right. So while uh, Maddie is holding them back, uh, Valeria manifests a silver moon arrow and shoots it. And it just expertly curves around the shield and then hits them in the shoulder and, and they stumble back. And that's when you notice that the human form comes back in that area as the flames are repelled. And then the flames try to come back and cover that back up, but they're just kept back by the arrow. And uh, Maddie, you can you, you see this. You see the shot in the shoulder and you feel this rush of sympathy pain. As you remember your own shoulder injury and you just know what that feels like. And And you can just see the angel's face is just twisted in anger and pain um but but the flames are being repelled so who wants to go next uh can i go yes absolutely i would like to try and grapple him on the way to him trying to run towards the sword okay yep so all right so you want to go toe to toe i have two power tags that i think are relevant here um one is ultimate fighter and the other is effectively hit targets all right so I rolled a seven. All right. So you can choose one. You can achieve your goal. You can get them good. Or you can block the damage from you jumping on the fire. I'm going to stop him from achieving his goal. All right. So you run down and leap tackle onto the angel. But the wings spread out uh, and engulf uh, Mia for a bit. And you get an injury tag of minus one, so everything uh, you're going to do is a minus one now. And you all can see uh, Mia lying on top of the angel, uh, but they prevented the angel from getting their sword. Oh, no. Yeah. Dan? Oh, I thought I just, like, protected everybody, and that was my deal. Nope, you can do more. Oh, okay. I have possession on here. I feel like I could try and possess the angel. You can try. Hmm. Uh, just to like get the fire to go out some more or yeah. let them stop focusing on the part of the priest or whatever. So maybe he could take over. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I think you're trying to add a tag to them. So I think maybe you're trying to face danger here. Sure. I've got possession. I've got compel and corrupt others. And again, godlike powers. I feel like I'm cheating, but that's. No, I don't think your godlike powers are actually going to work here because you aren't using that part of you in this situation yeah, yeah this is the ganon part You're yeah, right. yeah all right so just plus two then yeah nine all right so the tag won't be as and that plus one would have been really choice yeah the tag won't be as good <laughs> so what tag are you trying to give uh, like corrupted or wow corrupted would really mess with an angel huh yeah yeah, probably. Corrupted. All right. All right. So that sounds the most interesting too. Yeah. Um, I feel like Mia probably has some opinions on me corrupting. The yeah. <laughs> so while the angel is pinned down, Mia can especially see this, but like the black tentacles ooze out of the ground and sort of undulate. And then they just enter the mouth and the nose of the angel. And then the black sludge is sort of keeps 
entering ugh, the body. Yeah, it's disturbing, but the fire does go out. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> Whoa, it's not. I, you know, that's a new one. I didn't know it was going to be that gross. <laughs> uh, Maddie, want to go? I would like to hit with all I've got. Okay. So I, I just, I want to go in and have my shield up and then like stab in. All right, let's do it. All right, so I've got a sword and I am a fencer. I'm very good at this. Yeah. Ha ha, 12. 12. Wow. Okay, uh, so you get two. You can get them good, gain the upper hand, uh, take cover, all those options. Before, uh, what do you want to do? Well, I, I do want to take, I want to secure a superior position. Okay. Because if I don't choose this, they can impose a status on me, and I'd rather they didn't do that. So yeah. I, I do want to, like, I'm angled in there so that they're kind of backed up against the wall. Okay. They can't really go anywhere from here. They'd have to go through me. Oh, all right. And then I want to get them good. <laughs> All right. So you've all worked together before and uh, Mia is aware of what's about to happen. So as you charge forward, Mia slides back uh, and you approach and grab the angel and slam them into the wall. And then with your sword, you just stab them right in the heart, just like they did to so many others. And then they are up against the wall and pinned and the flames Flicker for a moment and then just die away yep. and you can see the uh, face of Father Donati once again and he looks at you and just spits. Damn. And says, you are the worst. You with your riches and decadence. Oh, just be quiet and die already. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I say, oh, stuff it. And I like shove something in his mouth like a cloth. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. No talking. <laughs> Mia, do you have any handcuffs? So you could do handcuffs, but you do know that you, um, like you'd have to pull the sword out and unpin him and that uh, he will probably not survive that. Oh, I'm fine with it. <laughs> All right, so uh, you pull the sword out, and then he just buckles and uh, collapses on the ground. <sighs> Good work, y'all. Gnarly. <laughs> yeah, well, I could use a drink. I don't know about anyone else. Damn straight, yeah, I could yes. too. Yep. I'm punched. We were going to go to that speakeasy anyway, right? Like, let's just... <laughs> let's just go. <laughs> All right. Let's just go. Great. So, uh, you know, you let him crumple to the ground and you just sort of release everything that you had manifested. You let the arrows and the spells and the swords all dissipate and you pick yourselves up and, and brush yourselves off. Uh, and then you head down the hall to the secret door of the speakeasy. And you can hear from behind you that the police are uh, entering the tunnel from the far end of where you came from. Uh, you know, they're coming to collect the bodies. And uh, as you approach the door for a moment, you are stopped at the door until the doorman sees. I give him a wink. Yeah, until the doorman sees Valeria. And then the door opens right up and you are taken to your regular table and uh, drinks all around. Um, and the camera begins to pan out and it passes through the saloon past some of the most notorious criminals of the time. <laughs> and then it pans up to the full moon and 
as it looks at the moon, you can see five fiery shooting stars streak past the camera and everything fades to black. on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or check out our website at VRE.show. Follow Lee playing Valeria and Artemis at Yosef Bridge. Follow Logan, that's me, playing Dan slash Ganon at Logan Jenkins. You can follow Greg, who's playing every NPC at White Wing. And super special thanks to our guests in this mini arc, Victoria. You can find me at Mimi Merlot on Twitter or at The Broadswords or at Dice for Brains. And Tracy. And you can find me on Twitter at TracySore or also at the Broadswords pretty much anywhere. Our email is hi at vre.show if you want to contact us. And we have a Patreon now. If you want to support us, check that out at patreon.com slash vre. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. You keep us going. If you can't support us on Patreon, that's cool. But uh, some free ways to help us out are to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or just tell a friend about the show because word of mouth is a great way for others to find us. We started a Discord recently, and you can find that on our pinned thread on Twitter. All right, see you next week. fun that was yeah go team i liked it